<laughs> I just swallow water. I'm like, oh god. We're doing our five seconds of solace. Go, go, go quiet, a boy. <laughs> oh, what's going on, guys? How you doing, V? I'm good. I'm Adam. Oh, and I'm Darcy. Yeah, and live from the Kickstunner Studios, it's the Kickstunner Podcast. And I totally forgot to play our intro for us because we're I think so it gets vain. Us psyched up. It gets us psyched up, and I got it here, and I forgot to play it, and I'm sorry. Are you playing it live on the air? No, I won't. Oh. Pl- uh, no, they literally. We, once I put it in, yeah. they literally just listen to it. It's true. They're like, "God damn it!" Ah, <laughs> oh, so Dars, another week in wrestling. Yes, um, I feel like it's been a while though. I don't know. It's, I feel like it's been a long week. Maybe. Maybe, maybe that's why it just feels like it's been a while. It, it was a long couple of programs. That's for damn sure. <laughs> it's not the easiest week to get through for sure. Yeah, that was uh, that was something else. The wild card week. Uh, v, do you have any uh, any news? Um, yeah, so let's start off. Well, okay. Welcome to our Raw Down Review, ladies and gents. Mostly gents, but yeah. So <laughs> we're going to start off. I got myself caught in the table here. News and rumors. So, yeah, there's a lot. Uh, the whole John Moxley rumor. Dean Ambrose's first gig or whatever. Dean Ambrose coming back. Um, he cut a promo. Apparently him escaping from prison. He's... Working out and training to be a wrestler again, because that's what you do when you escape prison. Um, but there's lots of rumors that apparently WWE put up the money for it. Interesting. Yeah. They're just trying to keep that relationship uh, good in case he even wants to come back. Un- unless he's still there. And it's kind of like, oh, your you last think- gimmick <laughs> bombed, let's bring you back as John Moxley. I think maybe they're, they're setting this up like a CM Punk where he's leaving, but he's not really leaving kind of thing. Yes, which brings to the next rumor that apparently both John Moxley and CM Punk have been signed by WWE. Punk too. But on the same day, I read that AEW was after both of them. I don't know. I have a hard time believing Punk would come back. Yeah, and you know what? I don't know what's up with these rumors because there's a rumor Goldberg's coming back. Yeah, oh yeah, I, he did sign. Didn't he sign for the Saudi Arabia show? I that's what I heard. Yeah, and Orton sent a tweet out. Uh, taking a jab at him so maybe that's his opponent could be um so yeah like it, it's it's weird with this whole AEW WWE signing thing because it's kind of like uh are both companies putting those rumors out themselves just to keep generating this buzz or whatever yeah, yeah maybe who knows um yeah and then uh the only other one was a suspected tag tournament to get the small smackdown belts this week <laughs> was supposed to be announced um, <laughs> if anybody's watched it yet we all know how that turned out but we're going to talk about it anyways and um, was there actually supposed to be a tournament i thought it was just like who could be the next tag champ and it had like a list of all the uh one of the rumors i read that shane was setting up a big tournament but at the same time a lot of people were like well we just had a tournament with nxt oh but yeah the dusty classic the yeah. dusty classic but at the same time um there was a rumor that shane was going to do the tag tournament and vince was literally going to be like well, SmackDown sucks for tag teams. We need more tag teams. Pull talent from NXT. Oh, God. so they were gonna gut more talent yeah. and leave NXT without anything. So who knows? Maybe that got scrapped because you. Maybe at that point, Triple H is like, "Dude, you're fucking up my show." Because <laughs> I mean, he technically he's taken Alistair, Ricochet, uh, the Viking experience. Yeah. Um, he was gonna take Gargano and Champa, but I mean, Champa had to go out because of his neck surgery, and yeah. I guess Gargano dropped back down out of respect. Say, I'm going to wait for my boy. I don't know. Oh, who knows? Maybe they just will go and figure bring him up together or something. Maybe they needed him down next, dude. Yeah. Well, th- I think they definitely need him. But, well, th- there's lots of up-and-comers. But, I, you know, meh, meh, meh. 
<laughs> but um, yeah. So should we get into the mess that was raw? <laughs> yes. Let's let's dive <laughs> in. You ready, bud? Yes. So raw kicks off. It starts off with our favorite owner, gentleman. You ought to god damn it! <laughs> I'm gonna fix everything. You watch. And he gets in the ring. Vince McMahon, and he says, before he can even get anything out, Roman Reigns comes out, and Vince says that the you know the pol- the police are standing by if Roman thinks about trying anything. And who the hell do you think you are being here on Raw? And Reigns says, yes, he's a member of SmackDown now, but he's been on Raw a long time, and he said he'd leave this place better than when he found it. And he says while he was out uh, with leukemia. He saw Vince and his spoiled kids come out and say that the fans were in control now, but that was a lie. His spoiled kids have been running around trying to run the show, but it's over now. And he doesn't take orders from McMahon. He takes orders from the WWE Universe, which gets a pop. Then they continue to go back and forth, but are interrupted by the returning Daniel Bryan. Mm -hmm. And Vince says, this is a bad dream. What are you doing here? He says he spent the last month in meditation looking for answers and heard Reigns was appearing on Raw, so he was going to use this as an opportunity to have an intellectual conversation with Vince. And then Kofi Kingston comes out, and Kofi says if Brian has an issue with him, he didn't have to go to the McMahons. He could have filed the complaint with his WWE World (laughs) Champion! Darcy's literally humping the table right now. Stuff is flying everywhere. So, uh, Brian says, Kofi's an undeserving champion who should never have got a shot, and his win was a fluke. His 11-year journey was hard because a pancake-throwing novelty act should have never gotten here in the first place. Yeah. Wow. Tell me how you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> then, uh, and then Vince says he's, he has an idea. Wild card rule, where three men from each show can go to the other show. Yep, just came up with it because I'm a genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. And then out comes Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Finally, whenever like a SmackDown guy comes to Raw, he's already pissed off. He's like, "Get off my property!" Yeah, because like, come on, guys, I suck as it is. <laughs> Drew goes, says, "No one in the back has the stones to take care of this. This is Raw." And then he focuses right on on Reigns. And he's like, "He thinks he can do whatever he wants, but he's gonna claim where his arse back to earth." Did he say arse? Yeah, he said arse. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, it works for the Scottish, you know, the uh, arse. I guess, yeah. And then Vince makes two WrestleMania rematches for the night. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Yeah, because WrestleMania was how long ago now? Yeah. And, <laughs> and Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship. <laughs> and then AJ Styles comes out as we go to commercial break. And we come back, and Vince is still in the ring. Now it's just him and AJ Styles. It, and so everybody else just slipped out. Yeah. Before we actually go into that, what do you think of this whole announcement of the wild card rule, V? I think it's absolute garbage. Um, <laughs> I didn't include in my rumors. I actually heard it earlier today, and I forgot to write it down. Um, apparently, Vince had been pressured by the networks about the merger, and he didn't think that was wise because, I mean, they got way too much talent as it is. And so he fought that, and in order to appease them, he created this wild card rule. Ah. And I don't know if it's running this week or if it's running – from now on well they've been doing it already if yeah well i mean yeah pretty much everything since yeah. the draft like every week guys have been getting shuffled that's around true anyways. right it's like, so yeah so as of this moment in the show it's only three people mm-hmm. but that's gonna change as the show going on yeah. 
Yeah, within 90 minutes, they're going to change their own rule again. <laughs> so AJ's in the ring talking to Vince. And AJ asks Vince, what are you doing? As we're all asking. <laughs> and he says, AJ finally comes to Raw. Next thing he knows, SmackDown superstars are here. And he says he spent years making it the house that AJ Styles built. Man, he's just really riding that one-trick pony, eh? <laughs> and he says now that he has a shot at uh, the title, he's going to bring Rollins. Uh, he says now that he's got the shot at the title, Vince is going to bring Rollins' brother back to Raw, referring to Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. And then Rollins comes out, and he brings up last week's attack and says that it's the last time AJ's going to get one over on him. And SmackDown has been around a lot longer. So you think SmackDown has been around for twenty years? It'll be. It's been. It was fine before you came, and it's doing just fine without you. <laughs> and that's why he wasn't on SmackDown on Thursday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Jesus, I went back in time when SmackDown was a Thursday show. Way back. Oh, sorry. So, where did I lost my spot? <laughs> oh, he goes. This is Monday Night Rollins. And Styles says he tried to be a good sport last week, but Rollins put the title on his face and kept running his mouth and not treating him like a man. And that's why he put him through the table, and it'll be the same thing come Money in the Bank. And then Vince says, they want action? Why wait? And the crowd goes nuts. And, he, and Rollins and AJ are just licking their lips, getting ready for like a, to fight each other. And he's like, no, no, it's just a tease. He's like, we're going to have ourselves a tag team match. You guys are going to team up together, and I'm going to go to the back, and we get two opponents for you. Just shit. Just yeah. total and shit. And I bet the crowd loved it. Well, if you thought that was bad, it got a whole lot worse after the commercial break because uh, Bobby Lashley came out as the first person. Oh, great. And then Baron Corbin came out as the second. So you're just really. <laughs> okay, so you have <laughs> underused and now abused talent like The Revival, like Heavy Machinery, like, uh, was it Sanity? You have um, um, Nakamura and Rusev. Uh,. Cesaro and Sheamus, which we just talked about before this started. Where the fuck are both of them? What is Sheamus injured? Uh, allegedly, but they have enough. I don't. I don't actually hear, recall them saying that on the oh. program. Like that was that was one of the rumors. Right. Apparently, he was out with an injury. But where's Cesaro? Where's all these tag teams that can step up and do this right? <laughs> right. Why well, it wasn't that actually no a terrible match <laughs> it was long it was long for a baron corbin match though was it yeah like they gave him a lot of time he was extra sweaty by the end right yeah <laughs> so at least our tag match and styles goes for a phenomenal forearm on Cor- on baron but corbin ducks out of the way and he hits rollins by mistake and styles shows no remorse and he just walks out and you know rollins is kind of coming to and he he sees Styles walking out, and he's just pissed as he's trying to pull himself up. And he turns right into an end of days, and Baron Corbin beats our Universal Champion. A clean beat, yes. technically. Oh, God. Is this going to lead to a feud between the two of them? I'll, I don't think I want to watch a pay-per-view <sighs> where these guys fight each other. My biggest thing, again, is if you know what, if Baron Corbin is going to treat himself like a wrestler, go treat himself like a proper heel. Ditch Lashley and Drew. Put on your fucking spandex again <laughs> and get in the ring and wrestle. Well, seems to be sticking with that stupid outfit. Yep. But uh, then in the back, it shows the Miz who's sitting in a chair outside of Shane McMahon's dressing room, just waiting for him to show up. Because this is Shane's show, no? <laughs> well, he knows he's coming. <laughs> uh, so Sami Zayn is out next, and this is this the thing that I know most noted about this uh, segment is 
when he, Sami Zayn comes out, Renee says, oh, it's her favorite part of the night, which is really weird because it's like a baby face supporting a heel. And uh, it's funny. Just remember that. Keep that in mind. So Sami brings up what Vince said earlier, his announcement of the wild card, and says to the fans, what do you got? Hmm? What are you complaining about this week? Let's just say this is one of your predictions. Yes. That you finally got right. I know. I felt good. <laughs> finally got one right. I actually will say for the air too, Thursday got two predictions. Uh, I didn't. Ha- it was almost, the second one almost, almost happened. Okay, yeah, I'll get yeah. to that. I was like, I'll I was g- already dancing and I'm like, the fuck? We'll get to I'll, it. I'll give you a partial. So this one I got right though. So, so Sammy, Sam, what do you got? And he goes, that should make you guys happy, right? This wild card rule. But after the happiness wears off after a couple hours, you're still just miserable. And then out comes Braun Strowman. And also before that, sorry, Renee goes, like after a minute of saying this is my favorite part of the night, within a couple minutes, like a couple sentences of his interview, she goes, God, will someone shut this guy up? (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, what the fuck? So even she's not sure. Yeah. Oh, geez. So anyway, Strowman comes out and Sammy, you know, he's not looking scared, takes off his sweater. Throws his hat a lot off. And then as soon as Strowman runs in the ring, Sammy just gut- bails it out of there, right? He runs for he, it, yeah, eh? He runs to the crowd, and Strowman chases him to the back. And it's just hilarious because it shows footage of him in the back running from Strowman, and he's throwing boxes at him, and he hit them <laughs> in the face. And he's just going, this doesn't concern you! This doesn't concern you! <laughs> no, 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 Tug! <laughs> and he gets cornered, and he's by one of those, like, big, um... Like, those big grating doors that, like, slowly open, like arenas. Yeah. And... He finally gets the bottom and open. He tries to crawl out, and Strowman grabs him by the feet. And he's like, no, 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 it doesn't concern you. <laughs> and then Strowman just scoops him up and just tosses him into the, the dumpster. And a garbage truck is coming. And the best is Strowman's kind of looking like he's going to be like, uh, maybe I should say something. Maybe. maybe uh, uh. No, nah, it's fine. <laughs> He'll walk and it off. And then the dumps, uh, yeah, the, the garbage truck picks up the, the garbage, the dumpster, and dumps Sammy Zane into the back. He goes into the back. Well, I mean, we don't actually see well, yeah. him, but he goes out like uh, Shredder. It's one of those things where they probably they they, they they turn the camera away and it's another garbage there or something. Mm. So, but uh, yeah, I don't. A lot of people probably didn't like this uh, Sammy being thrown in the trash because uh, he's been doing such good work. I don't. I don't think it's that bad. I think it's just started his feud with Strowman, I guess. Hopefully. Which I think could be kind of entertaining. <laughs> and I mean, they keep teasing all these feuds that Strowman could have. I really like the him Samoa Joe thing. They're probably saving that for SummerSlam, I bet you. I hope. I, I hope we get to see it eventually, but yeah. And out next is the Lucha House Party against Jobbers. Against Jobbers. After weeks of them being the enhancement talent, they're, they're getting some... Uh, they get the, Yeah. They get and I, um, like I said last week, they went down to 205 Live, and they beat the, the Singh Brothers for a very impressive win. It was actually a really great match. Well, there you go. Maybe, they, maybe they're getting rewarded for their... Uh, their work, I don't know. Maybe they realize, oh shit, we gotta get some like wins <laughs> for tag teams to make them look good. Jeez, ah, uh, sometimes I wonder if Vince even thinks that. So, the match ends with Lince Dorado or Insane Dorada hitting a shooting star press for the win. Yeah, his shooting—he's he, he, got a very nice shooting star press. I gotta say, it's no Evan Bourne. It's insane. Yeah, she's called it the Insane Press. <laughs> so out next is Ricochet. And he comes out for his match, and he's putting his Money in the Bank spot on the line. And I went, like, pale in the face, man. I was like, 
I'm like, God, don't take him out of this match. <sighs> Could you imagine how shitty this match would be without him in it? Yeah. It's it's like like who else is high the, flying? The, the rock. Um, we yeah we got Ali, Andrade, um, Finn kinda. Yeah, but yeah. on the raw side, oh. on the on the raw side, it's what Strowman, Corbin, and McIntyre. And it's three huge dudes. <laughs> yeah, so I was very concerned. And it comes uh, back from commercial break, but before it goes to the match, it shows Naomi, Natalia, and Dana in the back, and they each got invitations to come watch Lacey's match later. And it says formal attire required. And they're just like, can you believe this this shit? <laughs> and and then all of a sudden, Naomi smells the invitation. No. Hell no. They're scented like peach cobbler. Who scents their invitations? <laughs> I actually love this. I thought it was hilarious. I want to know if it actually smelled like that. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the ring. And it's Ricochet putting his money in the bank spot on the line against Robert Roode. Throwback to two weeks ago, and Robert uh, got the upset win on him. Yeah, Robert Roode with the most. So, you know what? At least we have a little consistency going forward right now, right in this bubble. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, he did lose to him, and he's in the ladder match. It makes sense that he'd. Uh... And he has an impressive mustache. <laughs> so, Ricochet goes to springboard into the ring, but Roode hangs him on the ropes, and he falls to the floor. Roode hits a spine buster on Ricochet for a near fall. Then Bobby sets up, sorry, Robert sets up Ricochet <laughs> on the top rope. And when Rude climbs up, Ricochet knocks him off and hits Rude with the 630 for the win. And Ricochet keeps his spot. Thank Very God. Nice. Yeah. God, that'd be, sh- that'd be such a shitty replacement if it was Robert Rude. <laughs> That's the fourth raw guy. It, it'd be a really weird push for him. Yeah. But I, I understand, I guess, maybe giving him some sort of push, hopefully. So we, we next coming up next week is the tease for my second prediction, but not the fruition. So, Ray and Dominic are backstage, and they run into Heath Slater, who's wearing his I Got Kids t-shirt, which is an angle I'll have to explain to you someday, V. Okay. I'll, I'll do it quickly. So, he was trying to get a – he didn't get drafted to Raw and SmackDown in the initial draft, right? A couple years back. So, so he, he's, he's ba- was he stuck in, like, NXT? Well, the, so they did a draft. They drafted every single wrestler, and he was just, like, there. He's like – Hello, where'd everyone go? And then the lights just turn out. So he had no job. Like, no, and no, and like, he kept getting opportunities on both shows and he kept losing, right? Oh. And it seemed like the theme was he kept losing to Rhino. So one day he's in a match with Rhino. It's like his last chance. And he's like, listen, he's like, I got, I, he goes, look, I got to win this, all right? I got kids, all right? <laughs> and this is the best. He goes, I got kids. I got five kids and I got to, I got to buy a pool and I got bills to pay. And he goes, yeah. So he goes, I just can't lay down for you. He goes, yeah, but I got seven kids, man, and I need you. <laughs> and the number always changed, which made it even funnier. <laughs> so you have five. No, no, I have nine kids. Yeah. <laughs> she like, just had another one. She just called like, me. So I just thought it was ironic that you have him wearing his I Got Kids shirt and then Ray being like, oh, yeah, here's my kid. Yeah, I got my kid. <laughs> so he asked Dominic to go get him some water uh, while he prepares for his match, and as Dominic's walking away, you see Samoa Joe falling behind, and I'm just like, it's happening, V. Bana, it's bana, finally bana. happening. So it comes back from commercial break, and it's just Joe talking to Dominic in the back. And he says, you know, there's a saying here. When you're here, act like you've been here before. You've been here plenty of times with your dad and your Uncle Eddie with quotations. And I was like, come on, just tell it like it is. Ray's his stepdad, and Eddie's his real father. All right? He's his poppy. Right? He's his poppy. I want to see some continuation of this shit. Have, like, Dominic turn heel and be like, I did it for my father, Eduardo. <laughs> It'd be great. It'd be a good reason to bring Vicky back. 
There, there you go. Excuse me. Oh. oh my god, that'd be great. I can't believe Edger's with her, even just for a storyline. That was so weird. So weird. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'll get both together. So. <laughs> All right. So Joe says he couldn't help but notice after he lost to Ray last week that Dominic couldn't wait to run out there and lift his dad on his shoulders. And Joe takes that. Because <laughs> Ray's small enough, he could. Because <laughs> it's kind of funny watching a son lift his dad on his shoulders, right? I could put him in my pocket. And Joe takes this as Dominic trying to humiliate and embarrass Joe to get back at Joe for doing the same thing to his stepfather. See what I did there? Stepfather? Mm. <laughs> so, Dom- <laughs> so-, <laughs> so Dominic tries to speak and Joe just shuts him down. And he tells Dom to take a message to his dad. Tell him I'm looking forward to our title match at Money in the Bank. And then he lets him go. <sighs> the fuck, V? I think, okay. Is Joe gone soft? We're going to get the attack next week. God damn it. It's going to be that last week right They're before. really milking this thing. <laughs> Fuck, just... I want to see him get beat up now, like, just so I can be right. I want to see a child get hurt. <laughs> oh, he's an adult now. It's fine. It's fine. He's a Guerrero. It's fine. <laughs> so Lacey Evans comes out and uh, immediately followed by the four Raw Women's participants in the Money in the Bank ladder match to watch her match. And Lacey's fighting a jobber, Ali Katrina. Another jobber. That's her name, though. And Lacey destroys her within a minute, hits a woman's right, and gets the win. And then she gets on the mic. And also before this, what I liked about this is while her opponent's down, she pulls out a hanky and, like, kind of dabs her forehead and then just tosses it on her opponent. <laughs> a very southern, southern belt. The, the lady thing is kind of funny, and it actually kind of reminds me of um, Triple H. His Hunter Hearst Helmsley persona when he was the blue, the blue, bud? The blue bud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, these are fighting words. He's not a lady. Son of a bitch. Um, so Lacey gets on the mic, and she said that she invited the four out here to see what a real woman is capable of. And at Money in the Bank, Becky Two Belts will lose everything she worked for, courtesy of a woman's right. She holds up that fist. And she hopes these women are smarter than they look and don't try to cash in on her uh, with if they win Money in the Bank because it'll be a wasted opportunity. And then Becky comes out, the two women brawl, and Lacey retreats. Okay. I, I guess I kind of see where, like, Lacey's really trying to put herself up. But at the same time, I can't see, like, you're going to have eight women in a ladder match to get this briefcase. They're going to be fucking done. So even if... Ah, uh, you know what, though? I, I, I worry about Becky with two matches in the same night. Yeah, but that's the, yeah, and then, like, like, Becky's going to do the two matches. So, I mean, you're going to have kind of an exhaust wrestler... Fighting another exhausted oh, wrestler. See, all they gotta do is come up, cash in, hit their finisher, and Becky's done. This your Baron Corbin. Oh, now do they win both belts or just the one belt? I don't I, know. Yeah. Hard to say, right? Questions. So Daniel Bryan is backstage, and it's the first of our promos where it's just them talking directly to the camera. It's a new thing they're trying out. And Daniel says, "Kofi shilling of pancakes, merchandise, and consumerism is a threat to our existence." And that's why he has no choice but to eliminate him as a role model. Not just for WWE, but for humanity. And he says Kofi is not a role model or a champion, but masquerading as both. And tonight, he will do some course correction and take back that title and become the planet's champion. I didn't mind that. <laughs> I love these Daniel Bryan like, I have to do it for humanity, V. I have to. Yeah, I, I, I honestly don't mind it, and I like 
the forward facing promo because you don't have I, I the love leading questions. I, yeah, I love the women, but the leading questions, it's kind of like, but, this is the interview you're about to give. But so, I want to look at Charlie. And I want to look at Braxton. But I'm just saying, they, they need to find a smarter way to do it. Hmm. So backstage, we see the Usos sneaking around giggling up to mischief. And we can get obviously see what the payoff for that was later in the night. So back in the ring, we got the the Viking Raiders versus Ryder and Hawkins in a non-title match. Going against the champs. And Ryder and Hawkins were getting some offense in, but the crowd's just not into it. And Ryder goes for the Rough Rider, but Eric counters hitting running knees. And then they hit the Viking experience on Ryder for the win. So you got to believe they're getting a title shot, and hopefully this Ryder-Hawkins reigns near its end. But what's going on with the NXT titles? Oh, yeah, they have the NXT channel. They, they have the NXT tag they title. They have double any... duty? But that's the thing. They should be wearing those to the ring. They should literally be showing off. This Plus is how... not main roster belts, V. God damn it. Yeah, I know. that. It's almost like that's a slight against Triple H. Like, he's built this amazing brand with NXT. And then Vince well, I think is... everything Vince does with the NXT stars is a slap in the face to Triple H. Yeah, I, I really think so because it's kind of like... You have the he's got like he's the making NX. them and Vince is ruining them. Yeah, and it, and it's kind of like you don't bring that shit here. You're you're now Eric and Ivar. Like come yeah. on, man. That's what I'm saying. It's just stupid. So after this, we have our Firefly Funhouse segment, and before Bray can get into it, you can't help but notice Mercy the Buzzard is eating something in his box. Ooh, also he's hanging the painting of the burning building. He did. Yeah, it's just just to the when you're looking at it on the left side of the door now. Oh the details mm-hmm. so he uh he goes to the box and he goes oh yowie wowie as he pulls out rambling rabbit's head <laughs> as mercy was eating rambling rabbit and he says i didn't like him he was forcing me to adhere to his world beliefs and ideologies <laughs> and bray says it's perfectly okay to express yourself you know by painting a picture and he offers some other options. And while this happens, the screen distorts. And we see Bray with those gloves again. It's really creepy stuff. And then he goes, the point is, you can be forgiven just like I was. And then Bray says, he's, I think this calls for a reward. And Mercy goes, oh, is this what I think it is? And they go sit down with a bunch of kids for a picnic. picnic. But none of the kids look happy. They almost looked in a trance. Yeah, they, they look like sleepy out of it. Very, very drugged. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time, um, Bray's sweater. I was going to say, Freddy Krueger color? Yeah, he's still. He's, he's got those nice earth kind of tones going. It's a ni- nice touch, for sure. So, then Seth Rollins is in the back, and he's cutting one of those talking to the camera promos. And he's saying whether the phenomenal farm tonight was accidental or not, AJ made his intentions clear by walking out. And next... Next time he walks away, it'll be with two black eyes and a broken face. <laughs> oh, shit. It's on, AJ. Yeah. It's fucking on. And this leads to uh, one of our first of two WrestleMania rematches. That, that sounds like a domestic assault threat. <laughs> like, that sounded bad. Oh, he's, he's after him now. It's <laughs> on. It's on. So we got Drew McIntyre versus Three. Roman Reigns. And Roman goes for a Superman punch late in the match but McIntyre catches Roman with the spine buster for a near fall McIntyre sets up for a DDT but Reigns rolls out of it and hits his own DDT it looked pretty good uh, McIntyre did that right on his head kind of thing flip yeah. DDT always seems to be like a 
becoming a common move now. Seeing Joe doing it, they're like, you know what? Let's do that shit. Yeah. It looks awesome, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, oh, uh, Reigns is going for the drive-by, but Drew's kind of baiting him in, and as soon as he comes over, Drew catches him, and he throws him into the ring steps. Then Drew goes to the top rope and gets caught with a Superman punch out of the air. Nice. And he goes for a spear, but gets kicked in the head and headbutted, but Reigns bounces off the ropes and hits a spear. And covers... And as soon as he covers before he can get the win, Shane McMahon and Elias interfere. And they're beating on Reigns. And then The Miz comes out with a chair, chasing Shane backstage. And in the ring, Elias and Drew are double-teaming Reigns. Elias holds Reigns up for Drew to hit a Claymore kick. I, I thought Rain, uh, McIntyre was going to take out Elias as well. Because he's, he's Such sick of these people coming over, taking his, taking his jab! <laughs> So, and then it goes to the back, and Shane is hiding behind a corner as the Miz runs by him, and he comes out, and there's there's Charlie Caruso just looking sexy as fuck. <laughs> and she's like, Shane, what are you going to do when you're in a steel cage match? I'm money in the bank, and you can't run away. And he just ignores her as he's trying to get out of the fucking building. <laughs> and he goes to the parking lot, gets to his limo, and as he opens the door, he gets smoked from behind with a chair by the Miz. Miz hits him twice in the back. And Shane still fights him off. The fuck? Shane's Shane's a tough guy, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's such ridiculous. He should not be on this level, man. He should be, as we said, on the ground going, Owie, owie, owie! <laughs> like crying on the ground as the Miz is beating him with the chair. Yeah, pretty much. Come on. Uh, so next, we have Gals and Anderson versus The Revival. And you think, hey, okay. Two misused teams. One of them's got to come out on top here. And then the Usos come out before the match starts. And they got on the microphone and the Usos say, you know, the the revival here calling themselves the hottest tag team. But they got something to help make them more hot. You've heard of Icy Hot. Well, this is Usy Hot. And they pull out a a container and it even said Usy Hot on it. And the best of me is you hear it's quiet. This is the best. You hear one fan and it sounded like you. He went his, his reaction, Usi hot. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> it was great, man. That guy's drunk. <laughs> and then the Usos are the line for the night for me. When you perspire, you're on fire. Usi hot. <laughs> and the revival start gingerly dancing around the ring, rubbing <laughs> Dawson takes off his sweater and is rubbing it in his crotch. And they're rubbing and he got Dash rubbing his junk while he's walking across the uh. ring and Dawson's rubbing his ass. Is yeah, it looks like a dog paint. dragging his ass across the carpet. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I again, I, I will I, say I, this: they they went full out with this shit. And, the revival. They're like, all right, yeah. And so the Usos go, hey guys, come up here. We got some water, and they, they wake work their way up there, and they take the bottles of water and they start pouring it on their crotches. And the best is Dawson's so relieved that he shakes Uso's hand and kisses it. It's like, oh, thank you. And then also like, yo, those yo. For, for all y'all to drink like it's gonna make it wor- water makes it worse and then the best is Dawson starts almost like convulsing and Dash lets out the most girliest sh- <laughs> and then they're, they're running around on the top of the stage and Dawson does a flip <laughs> the the things you do to get out of a contract apparently yeah, eh? geez. and then they scurry off V I'm not gonna lie I did laugh at this I did laugh at this but 
it's hard because I know there's venom behind this. Yes. And they're not credible enough to bounce back like this as, say, a Christian Chris Jericho who carries ass cream in their bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that you, you brought up how Edge and Christian are on their podcast. I always talk about how they support these guys. I would love to hear Christian's response considering he has gone through similar shit. Yeah. Right, but it, it's, it's like you said, right? Those guys, they could bounce back from They can easily bounce back they from that. They could. Where the Revival... Oh, like, I mean, oh, I mean, Christian and Jericho. Christian so. and Jericho could easily, but like guys like the Revival, who, you know, we are a fantastic tag team, fantastic, but old school wrestlers, they they get the belt, they lose the belt right away. It's communicated to us that we shouldn't be invested in them because they no, yeah, don't I'll, I'll, matter I'll, according yeah. to WWE TV. Yeah, allegedly they're they're on their way out. They've turned down. How could they let them a go? good contract? If Vince, a businessman, who's about making money and building future stars how could he have this mentality and it's and again it's like because he could you can't tell me they can't do better than this and and that's the thing those guys are a top tiered tag team top guys top guys <laughs> they like again usos just came over and, and they would have the wrestling matches itself yes it would have wrote itself they would have had legendary matches. You could have just stuck them in like once a month. Have okay, revival the Usos, go at it. Let's see what else you guys got. And they would surprise every single time, and it would be an amazing match. And it's like they just ah whatever. It's fucking shit. Here comes is. Gallows. You know, like <laughs> it, it's just it's unfortunate it's just to see these guys being treated this way. Oh shoot, my notes went back up. Hold on. <laughs> he when it does that when like my phone closes and it just goes right back to the top. All right, let's see here. Can't be too far away here. Yep. It's Kofi's backstage doing a, a face uh, an interview into the camera. And he says a lot of guys have the same have said the same thing that Daniel Bryan has, have, has been saying. They thought him winning the title was impossible. But he had to show the world that, that the impossible was possible. And Kofi says he is the one that will correct course tonight by retaining the title and sending Bryan's whining, complaining behind back where it came from. No way Jose comes out with his conga line. And I rolled my eyes. And out comes Lars Sullivan, who now if you're keeping count, is the fifth of what was supposed to be three wild card slots. And he beats up Jose, and he beats up the conga line. And the highlight was for me was him gorilla pressing a guy and throwing him back first into the ring post. It looked devastating. And then he hits a running sitting, uh, a running sit-down powerbomb on Jose. And... Lars Sullivan t- stands tall to close out that segment. And here's a cliche that I really hate, V, and I don't know if you can see much of it since you've been back, but I find you're talking about like, like uh, repetitive themes. Backstage, there's always an authority figure on the phone during the show talking about how great the show is. Drives yeah. me fucking nuts. Because I'm like, who are you talking to, Vince? All I'm picturing is a guy in the line going, Going, Vince, you tell me every week that Raw's good, and it isn't. I keep telling you it's not. But you're not listening. You just, like, hear what you want to hear. Oh, thank you. I, yeah, I didn't use a new gel. I'm glad yeah. you noticed. Thank you. Goddamn. Goddamn. So, yeah, back, Vince is backstage on the phone, and he's discussing the wild card rule and says that Shane Elias didn't count. And any, I guess they make up their own rules because he's the boss's son and can do whatever the fuck he wants. And he says anyone that shows up past the three uh, – Superstars at the start of the show will be suspended. And then Lars Sullivan walks in, stares at Vince, and he says on the phone, uh, you know, I better make it four. And then Sullivan leaves. 
<laughs> so the main event, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. So Bryan locks in the LaBelle lock late in the match. Kofi gets to the ropes. And later Kofi goes for the trouble in paradise, but Bryan drop kicks him out of the air. And a little bit later, Bryan... So in this match, I kind of got like the snippets because my yep. feet kicked out and I just kind of got like the three-minute video. So Bryan... Is going for the running knee. Kofi ducks. Kofi goes for the trouble in paradise. Brian also ducks. Mm-hmm. Then Brian goes for the label lock again, but Kofi tries to counter it into a back suplex. Brian flips out of it, but loses his balance on the landing, and that second is all Kofi needs to hit the trouble in paradise and retain his title. Ooh, just a mistake. Yeah, pretty decent match, and I couldn't. I, I was telling you about this earlier, V. I couldn't pinpoint why I, I liked it less than Mania, and then it occurred to me that I knew Kofi wasn't going to lose the title. Considering he's got his match with Owens next, yeah. So it took a, a little bit out of it, out of it for me, but still a decent match. And I guess you know the one silver lining is you got a cool. I like how you put it though. You got a SmackDown main event on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> you got two SmackDown guys <laughs> fighting it on a Raw, and this is a, this is a match that should have happened three weeks ago. Well, I mean Brian was injury, right? Yeah. So. But it was nice to see Kofi get another win, so that way at least you can say it wasn't a fluke. Yeah, another clean win. Yeah. And that was Raw. So we listened to the the SmackDown, which hopefully was less messy than the clusterfuck <sighs> we had on Raw. <laughs> well, we're we're gonna see here. So okay, so SmackDown starts off. We're uh, we're in Kentucky this week. I guess I should have thrown that into your Raw when you started. But um, so after all this complaining about people coming into the show that he worked so hard to get to, AJ Styles heads off Raw or SmackDown. Sorry, and um. He's glad to be back, and you know this what, is. You know what it reminds me of V. It's like Billy Madison going back to elementary school yeah. after he's in high school. <laughs> Don't you ever say that. Yeah. Ever I want to go rock as long as you can. <laughs> Cherish it. <laughs> right. Oh, shaking the fat he's kid's Trip face. McNeely. <laughs> Trip McNeely. He's come back to his high school. The little girls still talk about you. Well, girls. Yeah. Which ones? <laughs> Oh, okay, so yeah, so he's he's glad to be back. This is still the house that he built. Yada yada yada. Oh god, he's really. I, I'm almost thinking he's, he's got to be turning heel. But he keeps repeating the same. Uh, yeah, it's like cool gimmick. When you were a star on one brand, you're on a, now on another brand. You're gonna have to rebrand. Yeah. <laughs> Raw the house that I'm currently building. Yeah. <laughs> I am laying the foundations. There you go. I like it. There's, there's the shirt right there. Let's just say AJ Styles laying pipe. <laughs> Okay, so uh, <laughs> Sami Zayn comes out to interrupt him pretty quick, and he uh, he's saying how it's sad that AJ Styles is clinging the SmackDown, and you know he can't let go of it. And then <laughs> AJ, old glory days, yeah, old glory days. And AJ comes right back with you know how Sammy just smells of dumpster, and he's like, yes, yes, I went into a dumpster. I smell horrible. I did shower. He's like, you notice I am wearing different clothes. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, very clever, Sammy. Yeah, very clever. And then New Day comes out. We got Kofi. Xavier's back. He's kind of still dancing, but holding his neck. He's really... A little ginger. little ginger. Yeah, yeah, selling that injury. And he's like, it's not a party without the New Day. And then he kind of chirps them for coming to his program. When Monday, he went to Raw. <laughs> it's kind of like, what are you doing here on my show? Yeah. You just um, did it to the other guy. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's kind of hypocritical, isn't it? Like, all three of these guys already. It's like, what the hell's going on? Oh, jeez. So he gets in the rings, and uh, he starts chirping, kind of at AJ, you know, like, you're, 
this isn't your show anymore, yada, yada, yada. And then Sammy's just like, no, no, no. I don't believe what I'm hearing. I mean, are you going to fight AJ for the belt? Like, he, j- he just, like, totally <laughs> puts it out there, right? Like, and the crowd probably popped, right? Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, you, you're going to do this on your show? Like, you got a match coming up against Kevin Owens, and you're going to fight AJ for the belt? And then, you know what? He's like, I'm a fighting champ, and if I have to prove it, it's like I proved it last night by beating Daniel Bryan's. And then more importantly, what is that smell? <laughs> and then they start making fun of Sami Zayn. Oh, Jesus. Xavier says this is going to be a one-week thing. And oh, it's gonna... smells like old gym socks. And um, so, yeah, Kofi's going to fight someone for the belt. And right after the first commercial break, we find out that it's going to be a triple threat match. There you go. So he's fighting against Sammy and AJ for the belt. Uh, next year, saw a main event. Yeah. And then next, you know, we get uh, Kevin Owens. He's cutting a promo from his cell phone. He's hanging out in his car. So we're not getting the first person uh, promos on SmackDown this week. We're getting cell phone. Uh, selfies. Yeah. Different show. D- d- yeah, different show, man. These uh, millennial kids, man. Running around. <laughs> <laughs> so um god damn yeah, millennials he, he's hanging out in his car it's his b-day so he went home apparently it's not his birthday actually though <laughs> so he just decided yeah it's my birthday yeah so he, he went home um money in the bank he's gonna take that belt off um kofi kingston happy birthday to him there um you go. yeah so next up we get ali versus andrade starts off we get a very cool promo by ali um it's not really um selfie uh promo he's got like he's got some kind of fancy camera rig he's got some nice artistic shots going very uh, widescreen man is an artiste yeah yeah <laughs> um he talks about you know like how that chance was taken to him and how he kind of fell off before the elimination chamber but he's back all he needs and he's kind of it's kind of dark and you can see like you can see the street light but like that Again, it's very artistic, so that light just kind of comes up like a, a dull circle in, yeah. in the darkness. And he's like, you got to cling to that light, and you got to do whatever you can to fight your way to the light. All right, V. Let's, uh, I, I, I'm just trying to get this out of you. Because, I mean, you got the fried chicken bet. Oh, yeah. Dana, Dana Brooke, right? She wins. <laughs> I should make a similar bet, a Pete's Big Bite bet. Okay. For the men's ladder match. Give okay. me a Lee. You're going to go? Lee. Yeah? All right. Yeah. He wins. I get, I get Pete's Big Bite Firehouse Burger. Yeah. Pete's Big, Pete's Big Bite is an old school diner, like a fifty style, yeah, fifty style greaser and the diner. Are fantastic, great burgers, great fries, tons of toppings. You don't even have to go far to get it. It's down yeah. the road. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like just right around. The, I'm, I lucked out, man. I got Butchie's too. Butchie's yeah. like a nice barbecue. Oh, she got pie. Damn it. Nah, forget <laughs> the burger. Still got the burger. So you heard it here, guys. Dana Brooke wins Money in the Bank. V gets fried chicken. If uh, Ali wins the Money in the Bank, I get Pete's Big Bite Burger. We won't be eating this on the air. Don't worry. Yeah, that's <laughs> we are gonna be well fed. Like I, I just don't want to hear you go Baron Corbin and lick your fingers. <laughs> you eat fried chicken. <laughs> Can you imagine what that? The fuck. <laughs> Baron Corbin tastes like fried chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god, no. <laughs> okay. No. So so back to it. He cuts the promo. It looks good. Um, very great promo. Very good. It was you could tell it was scripted, but again, pulls it off very nice. Um, so he's in the ring, he's waiting. The promo's finished. Zelina and Andy come out. <laughs> no, no, Randy and Andy this week. No, eh? no, Rand Andy. <laughs> <laughs> so Z- Zelina starts off. She's running her mouth. Um, she's saying that you know he he's gonna win this and he's gonna sh- no he uh, she makes comparisons to the Kentucky Derby. But there's only one thoroughbred, and it's Andrade. 
and he's going to prove his worth. And Andrade gets in there, and I don't know what he even says. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Something in Spanish? Yeah. Well, it start, he actually starts in English. He tries for the English again. Okay. So, um, he's trying. He, he tries. So he gets in there. Uh, actually, pretty good match to start off. Uh, they work their way inside, outside. It's more scrappy than high flying. Okay, it's more like a brawl kind of. Yeah, very grounded but, game, but fast paced though. Yeah. Okay. Um, Andy dominates early on. Um, Andy, <laughs> it is easier to say. Yeah, he hit some crazy stuff. There's so many moves I didn't know, and they weren't calling it, so I couldn't even like write it down. Um, and then lands the Spanish fly. Um, so Ali's working on trying to get his momentum back at that point. My feed cut out. And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. So by the time it loads back up, Orton's in the ring, and he's attacking. <laughs> <laughs> or- Orton's suddenly there. He's attacking both, and I'm like, man, did I already miss the RKO? But then him and Ali full on scrap. Orton and uh, Ali, Ali. Man, good, a- good scrap. It'd be a good feud for uh, Ali to have, I think. I, I think it would. Um, Orton hits the RKO on him, and then um, Andrade kind of climbed up he was on the turnbuckle he jumps in out of nowhere but orton's already got him covered boom hits the rko out of the air on andy randandy is done i was just gonna say <laughs> do you know what this means v it means randandy is over before it started it's over before it started so <laughs> from that uh i'll show him a real wrestling match comment yeah last week. Like, oh yeah oh yeah i'll show you an rko bitch <laughs> so yeah or- orton um it's obviously dq match uh orton wins <laughs> man you gotta like how pissed do you think the fans are that you get the, like a potential solid match and then just ends with RKOs? Yeah. And, and that's <laughs> he's like, been doing that a lot lately. Remember AJ and Angle? He just yeah. comes out. We're, we're like, and um, they talk about this on what cultures up, up, down, downs. We're not getting finishes to like half our matches anymore. There's interferences, there's DQs. Like, it's just kind of like, you know what? Just let's, yeah. let's get some matches. So let's get some wins and some losses. Oh, fuck. I didn't even notice until you said that. It's, I'm gonna notice it now all the time. Yeah. There's no finish. The glass. <laughs> it was no, but we got Baron Corbin beating Seth Rollins, cleaning the ring. Fuck. That, yeah, that, and, yeah, and instead, <laughs> that's what you get. The bad guys get a win. Fucking <sighs> piece of shit, Corbin. All right, so yeah. that's Raw. So, we're, yeah. we're on to better days here. Yes, yeah. better so, brands. So yeah, Orton wins. Um, then we get a huge Roman Reigns promo, and I guess it's it's kind of half there to catch him up with the SmackDown audience. Um. It's the whole. All is he of there? This, or is this one of those selfie ones? It was. It's just like a promo. It it kind of goes through his whole career when he's starting out, when the shield. Oh, formed. it's a video. Okay, yeah, okay. like yeah, vignette. They go like year by year, um, how the shield was dominating, and then how the shield broke up, and there was the infighting, and how See, he goes solo and he becomes a champ, and then the leukemia. But you love that because you didn't. You missed all of this. I missed a lot of well, and that's the thing because <clears> even I was still kind of watching when the shield started. Pro, that was probably the last WrestleMania we watched at your house, I think. Yeah. Or, or, and, we went to theaters to watch that one. Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah, wow. we had it. Yeah. But, but I was thinking, um, I didn't even see any of his like indie stuff. Or uh, I guess NXT when he was coming up. I, I don't know if he has a lot of indie stuff. I mean, he pretty much, came, I think, came up through like FCW, then which became NXT. Yeah. So kind of, kind of an, uh, for the most part, uh, WWE-grown superstar. And you know, and that was good. It was a very good promo, and it takes it right up to like him leaving for leukemia, and then him coming back. They, you get a quick thing on the Shields' last little hurrah, and Man, then they're really milking that. Yeah, it, it, they, they, yeah. Well, they, they really kind of just bloop, and then blew their load there. And yeah, <laughs> and then so you're kind of like, oh, okay, that was a 
perfect little shot. That's awesome. And then Shane McMahon comes out. And you're like, what? And so he's there to discuss the tag division. So Yes, the vacated tag the titles. The vacated tag titles. So he gets up, and uh, he wants to talk about the titles that Jeff and Matt had to abandon because Jeff was injured. But first, he wants to talk about the Miz attack with a chair. What kind of person attacks another with a chair? It's inhumane. And then he wants to talk about that cage match, how he's going to be prepared, and how he's going to do anything to beat The Miz. Yada, yada, yada. Back to the SmackDown tag match. <laughs> so the Hardy Boys are out. They had to drop. Jeff was injured. So they needed a new team, but what to do? And I was kind of like, tag tourney. But he awards it to Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan. Just gives it to him. Just gives it to him. So what a boys, come on out. These are your new tag champs. Daniel Bryan's there. Um, considering he's no longer universal champion to get a tag belt, he's happier than the pig and shit. I think it's a good spot for him until he goes back to the main event. And it's it's like um, we talked about off the air. There are no good tag teams left on SmackDown. Yeah, there really aren't. Well, there's like, yeah, there's like Rusev and Nakamura. That's about it. That's about it. <laughs> I guess maybe that that might help the with the wild card thing bring the tag, the raw tag teams back. <laughs> so um, then they are interrupted by the Usos. So I guess that's our four. There you go. Yeah, the, the count is one. The count is one. So they come out. They say you can't do this. Um, these guys need to earn it. I like how they came up because they were they were they were the they tag were the champs for down. a long yeah, time. Yeah, they were kind of the measures. Yeah, to... that's thing, and they. They lost to the Hardy Boys, but they said, you know what, these are very storied belts. They have a long history. There's a lot of, like, positive stuff going behind, and it's cool to hear them say that. Like, you know, you got to be a champ. You got to earn it. These guys have not earned it. They don't deserve that right. They should fight us for it. So we get a match. Actually, and it's like, you don't give these belts to SpongeBob and Patrick. <laughs> Ren and Stimpy, you gotta make them earn it. I, I, I love I, it. I like how they call them Nickelodeon characters. That's great. So, that, so we get Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos. Uh, before the match starts, we get a promo, another s- cell phone promo. Finn Balor, he's back he's home. In his homeland. Yep, he's gonna be ready for Money in the Bank, and if he catches it in and wins that belt, well, I guess he's gonna be Finn two belts. He likes the sound of that. Nobody else does, buddy. <laughs> Just you know, yeah. what? it's like you finally got that one belt. Concentrate on that one belt. Do some amazing intercontinental matches. Become an amazing intercontinental champion, and I, then move on. You know what? I hope he comes back to Raw with the title for a bit because that was the one thing I was. He's sad a SmackDown boy now. I know, but hey, the wild card can bring the intercontinental <laughs> champ over. I just I like the intercontinental title so much more than the U.S. title. Yeah, I, I'm biased though. Yeah, take your new belt. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> hey, I still don't get Liv yet, okay? <laughs> It'd be great if she was one of the superstars in the wild card to come to Raw before she came back to SmackDown. Yeah. You'd be like, what the fuck do I ever get to see her? I, I can see it because she could come back with the Riot Squad, who we also haven't seen since any of this shakeup stuff happened. It'd be great if every pay-per-view we ever had coming up with her on it. She doesn't show up or gets like injured yeah. before, and you're I, like, "What the fuck? I never I, got to see her." I, I don't understand, like, because okay, so they talk about a lot of these guys being off doing <clears> whatever. <throat> Apparently, right now WWE is doing a huge UK tour. Oh yeah. So uh, I think Liv is over there with the Riot Squad, so the wrestling has the Riot Squad still, and they're putting on a whole pile of shows. I guess that's where maybe where Finn is too. I I I imagine right because 
gets to go home, gets to see his family, still gets to wrestle. Why don't they just push that? Say, hey, we're over in the UK. Because, as I'll, I'll, I'll get to real quick, next week on 205 Live, they are teaming with NXT UK for some matches. Oh, jeez, they're more merging. Oh, crazy. Just for some matches. <laughs> because apparently the 205 guys are going to go over there too. So. Oh, shit. They should have pushed that angle, I think. Or do some bonus episodes for. I mean, they the... were doing Worlds Collide where they have them fighting. But... They, they didn't do any Worlds Collide this week, even. Oh, that wasn't a new one on there? No, that was all from last week. That, uh... The one the 205 guys lost? Yeah, the, the battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's one where all the 205 guys Much lost. Much to be chagrin. The, the women's one, and then they did a Battle Royale one at the end of the week, which is kind of cool. Um, no, I won't even get into that. We're not, I can't, yeah, can't get into yeah. that. Back to it. All right. <sighs> Smackdown. So, Tag titles. We get a pretty standard match. Eric Rowan is doing everything. He's doing all the heavy lifting in this match. Um, Daniel Bryan comes in. He does kind of the working over. He does kind of the groundwork. And then quickly, as soon as he's in trouble, he goes back to Rowan. <laughs> nice. A little weasel. Yeah. Usos get all the momentum. Um, they knock Daniel Bryan's out to the mat. And then they super kick Rowan like five times in a row. <clears throat> then they land a double super kick. Then they land a double splash and Rowan kicks out. <laughs> what? Yeah. How? <laughs> the, what is he, Shane McMahon? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got Shane blood, baby. That's some of that Shane Tiger blood. No one would kick out of that. Oh, Shane? Oh, yeah, Shane would kick out. Shane, Shane, Shane could kick out of that. He's got Coast to coast, He's baby. My, He's got my blood flowing through his veins. <laughs> So, uh, Daniel Bryan gets back in the ring, and he gets some distraction going. Uh, they put him out again, and then they put Rowan over the top ropes. Then they go for the double splash. Rowan catches them both. Wow. Kind of tosses them aside, still trying to work them over. Gets back in the ring. I think he gets super kicked once more. <laughs> Is that six now? <sighs> it's, like, it's like seven total. Um, He's already dead. I think it's Jay. Jay goes for it again. He kind of catches the foot, counters, gets the iron claw, and gets the win. Iron claw choke slam. Yes. God, so stupid, man. Yes. <laughs> and it's so weird because again, like almost like almost three quarters of this match, all the momentum was on the Usos. Great team. They did amazing. Great match. And then Rowan was I, like, I guess the story is that Rowan is Brian's gonna hide behind Rowan while he does all the work kind of thing and. Really making him look strong, though. Yeah. Interesting. So, mm. so then uh, we're heading to commercial break, but afterwards, Shane is going to be back with another announcement. Oh, of course. Yeah. So can't, um, can't have him have one segment on the show. We can't. So um, first up, though, we get Firefly Funhouse again, just like Darius talked about before. Same exact video. Yeah. Exact same video. They do the picnic. Kids are all sleepy-eyed. Um, still weird. Still I like cool, the way. Though. All you gotta do is let me in. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this one was a little more innocent. It was more creepy last yeah, week. Yeah, it was creepy last week for sure. So the Shane pause. has a very important announcement about Money in the Bank. Then he goes on to just kind of describe Money in the Bank. Oh, for God's sake! Like you can, you get the contract, so you can cash it in and win the belt. And everyone's kind of like, "What? What?" Like they're giving them the what's right away, right? And he's kind of like, "Would you let me talk?" And then he keeps describing it. It's like, it's, this is – all the competitors have to be in top physical shape. This is a hellacious ladder match. Oh, my God. And, and it's like you're just describing what everybody knows. But then the Miz slides in the back. I think it's dumb to intentionally get heat, heat 
for the spot coming here. For the spot. It went on way too long, though, because it's like even the fans at this point were like, what? But the Miz slides in the back, attacks him again. They're rolling around. The Miz is beating on him. They fight up the ramp. Then the B team comes out for the save, which I'm going to give another shout-out to Up, Up, Down, Down. Um, if the B team is Shane's guys, why didn't they get the tag belts? <laughs> right? No reward for him, eh? No. It's like, oh, no, you guys are still my guys. They're just not giving you the belts. Yeah, just not what, giving you the what? belts. What? They're, they're literally the B team. They're literally the B team. <laughs> so they're working over uh, Miz. Miz fights them both wait, wait, off. Sorry, V. They can fix that by giving them a shot next week. Let's hope so. Or something like that. I, I hope they approach Shane and be like, uh, why don't we get the belts? Oh, okay, you guys can go fight them for the belts. It'd be like a jobber match, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. get them in the but, ring. But at least like they get the shot. They're promised a shot. Kind of explain. Or at least have them say, like, you know, like, Shane's giving them bonuses or something. Or, yeah, I don't know. Or some my, shit. My, my biggest thing is get them in the ring. Eh, Just well. get them in the ring. It's the B team. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah, pretty much because then Miz fights. I forgot they were there, actually. Miz fights that. two full-grown men off. And then Shane hits him in the back with a chair. <laughs> what kind of man yeah. hits another man in the chair? Just sickening. So we go to I a love, cut. I love the hypocriticalness of it. it, it it's Hypo- like Shane's hypo- hypocrisy of it. Yeah, all. it's like Shane's gimmick right now, too, right? I can't say hypocriticalness. Like he's always yelling, what kind of man would attack him another man's father? <laughs> that was the best. I, yeah, are you kidding? <laughs> so we cut backstage. DB and Rowan are celebrating their new belts, um, saying they got to change it right away because they don't like, obviously, the leather. And then Heavy Machinery's there, and they kind of give him the stare down. <laughs> so we got, we got a women's tag match next. What do you, uh, think, what do you think of that, Heavy Machinery? I can't, I can't take this guy seriously. You know what? All I say is get him in the ring. We've had these guys. I've been We've been doing this podcast since January. We fought like twice. I've seen Otis fight twice in like random battle royales. I don't – who's the other guy? Tucker? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker, nice to meet you, buddy. In Santa Rada. Yeah, get in the ring. <laughs> I'm going to call him Duck Duck. Get in the ring, buddy. Get in the ring. But again, that's not their yeah, decision. Otis and Ducker. Yeah. <laughs> Otis and Tucker. Tuck Tuck. Get him in the ring. All right. So um, next up, we get the women. We get Carmella and Ember versus Sonia and Mandy. Fire and Desire. They have tag match for the women. Yeah. Um, Ember is a kick-ass theme. Yeah, I always say that, man. Yeah, I love her theme song. Just don't. I don't hear it enough. She comes out. I was like, man, Ember's got a kick ass theme. Right? So, very like, um, what band am I thinking of? Flyleaf, maybe. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. Not, not screaming, but anyway. well, uh, later Flyleaf when she sings more. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So yeah, the match starts, and then we get our little commercial break thing where they get shifted to the side screen, so you can't see what the fuck is going on. Um, it looked like they had a pretty good start against Mandy and Sonya. Um, the commercials actually seemed to go way too long on this one. Like it was like almost like a double commercial break. And then when we come back, Mandy lands the bed of roses for the win. Hits the what, sir? Cause I wanna lay you down a bed of roses. <laughs> so good. For tonight, <laughs> I sleep on a bed of nails. Oh, okay. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Like reaching for my guitar. No, can't do it. Can't do it. Oh, Richie. <laughs> Richie Sambor. Oh, Helen Locklear. Okay. And <laughs> getting well. Oh, 
apologies. So it's very cool that uh, Mandy and Sonya got the win. But I mean, like, you have Carmella and Ember, which are supposed to be top tier competitors. In your money in the bank match. In your money in the bank match. Well, so, so is Mandy, though. So I guess it's fine. But they, they just kind of rolled them. The, what happened probably after the match, you know, the setting up a program for Sonya and Mandy in the future. Let's hope so, because Paige comes out and announces that next week they are going to face Asuka and Kyrie. Which one's Kyrie, Dart? <laughs> yes, we're watching we're watching like YouTube and we see it like like the well up up down down and there's a picture of Paige, Asuka, and Kyrie. And just to the sly smile on Kyrie's face, I went, Oh so they got Asuka dressed up like the sky pirate dude, the wheel and that that's that's Kyrie. Wow that's embarrassing. That's super embarrassing. Shit. Okay, well, you'll, you'll get him next time. Oh, man. So then we go backstage to probably one of the worst promos I've seen. I don't know. The, okay, it was pretty bad. Worst promo you've ever... Okay, I'm excited. I, Who okay, is well, it? Worst promo in the last few months. We get Caleb Braxton. She's back there with Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. And he says... You did tell me about this. Yes. So uh, Jeff's had his surgery. He's out. He's doing great. He's going to come back stronger. He's going to come back faster. And they're going to get those belts back. But then R-Truth comes in. And they talk about what put... Allegedly put Jeff out. Larry Sullivan. And they talk about how they got to be wary of him and they got to do what they can. They got to take this monster down. He is a freak. And then the camera pans out and Lars is standing right behind our truth. Matt should have seen him <laughs> so easily. Right? He's such a big dude. And then, but it's not till the camera pans he's, out. He's and like then, Drax, man. He's like, I can, how long have you been standing there? Half an hour. Is he eating chips? Yeah. I'm very good at holding still. No one would know it can see me. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. But then, so Matt goes, oh, no, he's right behind you. <laughs> and he said it like that? Oh, he said it worse but than that. It was ho- I can't I can't bad act how bad that sounded. Like I was, <laughs> He's here. Yeah. He's like, he's right behind you. Oh, wow. Like, oh. So uh, Matt gets taken out pretty quick. Lars goes to working on truth. They try to scrap. He takes him and he gets that huge power bomb through the, uh, there's a table backstage. Oh, damn. Puts him right through the table, kind of stares him down. Whoa. So we get another Alistair Black promo again. Very, very cool. Again, uh, he's saying he's, I forget what it is, savior, <laughs> redemption, light, dark. Uh, he's apologizing to everybody because he's got to step through them to get to his goal. Um, very cool promos. And I understand he's probably waiting till Money in the Bank is done, but just get your ass back in the ring and fight. Soon. I think that's just my motto. Just yeah. get in there and fight. <laughs> it seems to be the, the, the theme of your show. Get in there. But there's only so much room. There's only – and that's – And you got to have give Shane McMahon two segments. I mean, two segments. He needs his time. And now we have to have three super – four or five superstars from Raw show up. Right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um. So here we go. We get our last match of the night. AJ versus Sami Zayn versus Kofi Kingston. Um – Kofi comes out really cool at the start. A lot of great moves. He's doing lots of springboards off the ropes. He does that kind of weird splash things where he kind of kicks off the ropes, kicks his feet, and uh, lands on the guy. Like a frog splash or something? Or? Kind of, but he still holds on to the ropes. He uses the ropes as like the leverage, and he like kind of springs off them. Oh, a spring, springboard? Yeah, and then just he, he kind of kicks his feet because it looks like he's kind of floating. And <laughs> oh, he I, I lands know on what the you're guy. talking about now. Okay, yeah, sorry. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so. um, Just looks cool. Yeah, it, it was kind of a cool match. And it, it was it was great but weird because all three guys were pretty consistently in the ring. 
So it was very scrappy. But it's at the same time, it's like I understand the need that like one guy kind of goes out for a bit because then you get two guys to really focus on each other. Yeah, but the problem is I think a lot of WWE fans are kind of getting sick of that formulaic. Yeah, yeah and that's the thing. So with the three guys, it worked. Which doesn't bother me. Like the same thing, it can be kind of chaotic when you have three guys in there. And that's the thing. So there was really no momentum going on. Um, so one thing that was kind of cool, AJ sets up Sammy for the side effect, but then Kofi uh, jumps in there and grabs AJ and throws on the SOS, which while spinning – uh, put Sami Zayn into the ground. Oh, wow, cool. And uh, the side effects. So it was like... Lately, wow. triple threat matches, I've been seeing a lot of cool double team moves like that. Yeah. Kind of thing. So that was kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. Kofi hits the ropes. Um, okay, so AJ goes for the phenomenal forearm. Kofi hits the ropes, which kind of like... kind of yeah. stumbles him, drops him back down, hits a trouble in paradise. AJ goes flying outside. Um, and at that point, Kevin Owens comes out. He's apparently not... hasn't left. He's still there. And he attacks Xavier again. Um, Kofi sees him and kind of tries to go to Xavier's aid. Gets distracted. But then Sammy comes in and hits him with the blue thunder bomb. Blue thunder bomb. Okay, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm missing a word there. Blue thunder bomb. Kofi kicks. Um, Sammy's kind of like, what? Grabs him, pulls him. And that, that first blue thunder bomb oh, looks so good. Picks him up. Hits it again. And at this point, they're talking about... Is Kevin Owens siding with Sammy? Is he doing this to set it up? Are we going to get a Sammy-Kevin Owens fight at Money in the Bank? Hits the second blue thunder bomb. Kofi kicks again. At this point, both men are like really frustrated. Like, what is going on? Sammy picks him up. Hits a third one. Kofi's like ragdolled. Kicks again. <laughs> they can't, can't believe put him it. Down. They can't believe it. They're frustrated. Sammy starts stomping around like he really, he, he really sold that frustration good. So he kind of like bounces back off the ropes and comes in the rush again. But as soon as he goes, Kofi pops up, smashes him with the trouble in paradise, gets the pin for the win. Nice. What, how about a week for him, eh? Yeah. So it was, it, was, it was one of those ones, again, it was a very cool finish, but at the same time, you know he's not going to lose the belt. Yeah. Right? So it's like, it's hard to get invested in the match. But it was, it, again, it was a very cool match. It was cool to see uh, Sami Zayn finally wrestle. You haven't seen him yet. No. So... So that was good. Then he rushes down to Xavier's side, and he's like, they're kind of, and it, it's one of those weird, like, the camera's on them for, like, a little bit again. Like, like when he was attacked before, and he's like, somebody help, and then nobody helps, and then he just picks them up and leaves. Yeah. But this time, like, they're kind of there, and he's like, ah, it's okay, bud, yeah. And then Caleb Braxton, and then Caleb Braxton just comes in. Beautiful. Looking just adorable, stuffs the mic in his face and saying, is Kevin Owens getting in your head? He's like, no way Kevin Owens getting in my head, but a money at the bank, he's going to have hell to pay. Ooh. Yeah, and crowd kind of pops, and then they finally get up to leave. End of show. Now SmackDown. And now SmackDown. So, not great. No, it wasn't. You didn't think so? It, it was still, it was still okay. But I mean, I mean yeah, it definitely had some uh, the, matches not ending. And... The, yeah, this this wild card stuff again. You're just like, <sighs> it's a, it's a mixed bag, right? Because you could have you have so many possibilities for matches, but it's just very convoluted. And yes, it's it's hard in execution. It is, and it's like again. I understand they're they're working the way they're trying to get up to Money in the Bank. Apparently, they announced a new pay per view coming up. <laughs> Stomping grounds. Stomping grounds. <laughs> um, oh, it's now it's now back where Battleground is. Is my twelfth favorite pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna get through Money in the Bank, and then hopefully, because again, me and Darius talked about this before we started recording. Um, we've gotten nobody Murphy yet. 
we've gotten no Cedric Alexander well, yet. since his Raw debut. Yeah. Uh, did he fight the week after? Who's that? Cedric? I feel like I haven't seen him since that day, that match with Cesaro. Nope. What the fuck? Both of them are gone. Did they elope? <laughs> did, they, did, did they run off? I don't get it. So, um, yeah, we, I mean, we got a lot of fantastic 205 and NXT guys waiting in the wings, but they haven't done anything with yet. So are we going to need Monday Night Raw, Tuesday Night SmackDown, Wednesday Wildcard? I have no idea, Do man. another show, get more people on it. Even though we have 205 and we have two NXT shows. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of that. And then next up, we're going to go over to 205 Live. And I got to say this week, in 50 minutes... They got more quality program than they could get into a three-hour Raw or a two-hour SmackDown. And this 50 minutes, I was like, that's how you do wrestling. It was old school. There was no stupid, drawn-out stories. They got the point across. It's almost like someone else is running the show. And they got <laughs> Yeah, it, it's almost like somebody else is running this program. Someone who, sh- who needs to step in and put, put someone out of his misery. Oh. And, and put us out of our <laughs> And to put put us on the writing teams. For he has come to save the world. You could fly us down there. We'll just travel with the stars each week. Stick us in a hotel. Darcy will write one show. I'll write the other. And we could talk to each other and we'll figure out some crazy ass stories. Done. There you go. Emmy. Or is it Grammy? <laughs> Grammy? Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're in they're Canada. Singing, they're singing. So. Juno. <laughs> but speaking of singing, this week starts off with, yeah, buddy. Okay. <laughs> he's waiting. He's like, yes, like, yes. Okay, sure. Okay. Oh, it's gonna hurt my head. Ugh, I can do this. I don't care. Here's to the greatest, greatest love I've ever known. We start this week with Mike and Maria Canellis. Oh, okay, running the match. Nope. Okay, they're, they're, they're running the promo. They're they're bringing in the show. So this is the start. Okay. Maria starts off and she's like, we're about to witness a changing of the guard. Where Mike shows that he's better than the best by beating Akira Tozawa tonight. Mike says, you know what? He's been at this for 16 years in case we didn't know. In case we didn't know, Darth. He's been at this for 16 years. the, the house that AJ yeah. Styles felt this is his, like, He's been at it for 16, 16 fucking years. <laughs> And all he's wanted was that opportunity. And tonight's that opportunity. And when he faces Akira Tozawa in a no disqualification match, stepping over him will put him in line for the Cruiserweight Championship. Do it up, Mike. Get that title. Yeah. So we cut over and we get Akira with the Brian Kendrick. And Brian says that Mike's hiding behind his wife. for wait, And he's like, how many matches now? And Akira holds up three, and he's like, he's like, oh jeez, <laughs> like, he does it so well. That's great. God damn. I mean, he's like, it's it's bad enough that Mike's wife keeps having to get in the way, but he cost Tozawa a title shot. And Kendrick said, you know what? I fought in him before in a street fighting match, and when he faces Mike tonight in a no DQ, well, Mike screwed. <laughs> oh wow. I was like, man, Kendrick's so good on the mic. That's fantastic. So, and then they announced that the Brian Kendrick will be barred from the ringside, but apparently Maria's not. Oh, wow. Yeah. She's out there. She's got to be. She's this moral support. <sighs> she, she's that lifeline that keeps him going, the energy. So, uh, we cut to a promo. She's the get, greatest love yeah. he has ever known. 
Tony Nese after his grueling match last week against Drew Gulak. And he sounds like he he says he felt like he went through a war. He always does when he fights Drew because they know each other so well. And Akira, sorry, whoa, <laughs> Arya Davari walks up and confronts him, and he's like, "You know what, Tony? I could have taken you out at any point tonight, but I didn't. <laughs> that's wow. the kind of man I am, and I can take that belt whenever I want." And he heads to the back, and you're like, "Huh? Eh, okay." And apparently, that was after the match last week. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was like backstage after his match last week. So this week starts off, we get Arya Davari versus Noam Dar. Noam Dar. Yeah. Okay. So um, I fought him. I watched him fight a couple times watching the NXT programs. He kind of jumps bef- between both regular NXT and the UK one because he's. Makes sense. he's Sc- I think he's Scottish. Scottish, yeah. Um, so yeah, they're about to square. It's, it's weird because they're about to square off. They're like in the ring, and then Tony's music hits, and he comes out, and the announce table's like, oh yeah, he's joining us tonight. <laughs> It's like, why would, like, the match was about to start. <laughs> oh, that's not a typical WWE yeah. thing. Yeah. So he comes down They're and they lock up and all of a sudden, what the hell? Yeah. So he, he's down and he's strutting around and he's in front of Davari. I, I'm, I'm really sorry. I went to, again, I was telling Darcy, I had like two pages for a two hour SmackDown this week in my notes, and I had three pages <laughs> for a 50 minute <laughs> 205 live. You could just tell where my loyalty slash is just better to watch. <laughs> So, uh, Tony comes down, and Davari is already distracted, just staring him down. Tony gets in there, and they talk about how great it was to win the belt in his hometown, um, uh, to break away from Drew Gulak, because they apparently were a team, um, how he's a fighting champ, because, I mean, he squared off against Buddy Murphy the very next 205 Live, and won him clean again to kind of really cement that title reign, and, um, how... Davari's really not in his head at all. They've fought since the start of 205 Live. They were two of the guys that started on the brand. So they're, I guess, born and bred 205, so that's good. So um, the whole match is going on. Each guy's filling each other out. It's kind of like a knockdown, dragout fight again, like very on the mat to start off with. Um, Davari gets control, and every time he kind of puts Noam Dar down, um, Puts him out of the ring and then he approaches Tony and Tony's like, "What are you looking like? What are you doing looking at me, man? Concentrate on the match." Uh, Noam Dar gets the attack, attacks him from behind. Um, they're back in the ring fighting and then uh, Tony's like, "Oh yeah, Cedric Alexander reached out to me, you know, gave me pointers on what it is to be a 205 champ, carrying the brand, you know, the heart and soul, nice. all that kind of stuff." And that that's when we talked about before. I'm like, "Man, where the fuck is Cedric, man?" Like, <laughs> If they're not going to use him there, put him back at 205. Oh, jeez. Because he was having great matches. There got to be some of them. So, yeah, uh, Davari puts Noam outside the ring again, approaches Tony again, and then uh, Tony's not great on the mic. No, he's not. Nah. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing looking at me? What are you looking at me for? What? What are you <laughs> You're looking at me. You're still looking at me. What are you? And they're like, okay. Like, um, so they get back in the ring. He starts working over Noam again. Hits the super kick, goes up top for the Persian splash, and then I guess his finisher is going to be this hammerlock lariat. Oh, okay. Yeah, throws on that hammerlock lariat for the pin, gets the win, and then he uh, he's kind of in there and he's showboating and he's like doing the belt around the waist gimmick and yeah. he's got his hands up. Tony slides in right behind him, and when Davari De- De- kind of goes to turn around, Tony just does the head fake. Yeah, make him kind of flinch. Yeah, totally. He totally flinches, and then he's uh. 
Tony's shouting loud enough that the camera picks it I up. I could have got you. Yeah, I could have taken you out at any point, but I didn't. It's like, and I just wanted you to know that. And oh. then he slides out of the ring, and Davari's like stomping around. And That's good, getting his head. I like it. So cuts <clears> to... <throat> using his own words against him. Yep. Uh, an Oni Larkin promo, and he said he missed his opportunity to, at the belt, but he's going to train harder, fight harder, and be back better than even before to get that chance again. Okay. And that's thinking right now in NXT, him and his partner, I do not recall his name, fighting the Forgotten Sons God. every week. Every goddamn week. Every week they got a thing going on. I'm so on. sick of hearing the Forgotten Sons on NXT. So then it comes back again and we get more tag action. Another tag match this week. The Singh brothers come out again against Jobbers on 205 Live. <laughs> it's coming a thing now again. They're bringing the Jobbers back. Yeah, and I mean, these guys like the... I forget. It was like blue and yellow, right, like right. one piece. These unitards. are only clean victories of the night, V. <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, so they're squaring off against David Kuffman and Kevin Lee. You got names. I got names, which was funny because when I, I wrote them down and I was kind of going back to my notes, I was like, David Kuffman and David Lee. I'm like, they are not that boring of jobbers that they have the same fucking name. I'm like, <laughs> I definitely wrote that. So I had to look and it was David Kuffman, Kevin Lee. Um, Super quick match, but again, the Singh brothers looked good. And beat like, the Davids. They beat the Davids. <laughs> and it was like tandem offensive skills, great use of the tag, grace. They they literally did like a revival style match. Well, at least they got my way from Jinder. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but that, that's the thing. No that, one's asking where Jinder Mahal is. Like, no one's nobody. like, oh, man. But, but then it's bad. So they, they, they get a nice clean win. They had like the tandem, like, he does the backbreaker on the guy. The other Singh brother jumps off with like a nice elbow drop. Look great. Got the win. Got on the mics. Wrecked it. Because <laughs> I don't know. There was like their new movie came out in India and this and that. And, you know, the superstars. And one of the announcers is like, seriously, they, they released a movie the same weekend that the new Avengers came out? <laughs> Classic. So, but then um, the biggest thing, though, is that they're uh, upset that the Lucha House Party spoiled their undefeated streak last week, and they want to <laughs> challenge them to a rematch. Yeah, <laughs> one and one. So backstage, we get Mike and Maria. They're heading out, and they see Drake. They want to thank Drake for barring – wow, words. They want to thank Drake for barring the Brian Kendrick and keeping the integrity of the match. <laughs> and they're about to walk away, and then Drake's like, where are you guys going? Maria, you're barred too. Ah. He's like, remember? Integrity. And Mike's like physically pissed off. He's like, <laughs> and then um, it's flipping out, eh? Yeah. So Nigel McGuinness, hey, look at you, says, man, the only reason people tune into 205 is to see Maria. I'm like, <laughs> man, you just put your job down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then this is where we get the promo for next week. 205 Live is in the UK, and they're going to be teaming up with NXT UK for a match. Um, it's a six-man match. Um, no, it's a fatal four-way. We got Gentleman Jack Gallagher. We got Humberto Carrillo. And then two British dudes that they didn't display their names, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so we actually get uh, a quick promo, and it's Gentleman Jack. And he's – I think he mentioned the guy's names. I, I wasn't quick enough to pick up on it, but he's kind of like, it's going to be an honor to be in the ring. They're going to showcase – that these UK guys are the best at it, put on some great match, and then Umberto shows up behind him, and he's like, "It'll be good facing off against you again, and I hope I can get another clean win over you." 
and they're kind of like okay and i'm like that's good i'm yeah. like it's 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 a very facing yeah but you know yeah, i feel like one's gonna jack will probably turn or something but that's the thing they're, they're already broken up right they're yeah not, but gonna... i mean it's not gonna sucker them in mm. we will how see. often do you see hey no i hope you win no i uh, may the best man win someone always turns but I, gentleman jack man he seems seems like he has a lot of integrity even though i don't like his style of wrestling or his general gimmick, or the way he looks, or as to who he is as a person. Jeez. <laughs> no, I'm just... <laughs> I tried to run that gravy train there. <laughs> Sorry. No, he, you know what? I, 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 he's great on the mic. His his weird poking, pulling thing, I don't get. So, <laughs> But next up is the match of the night, the match of the week, the match of the month. Probably the best match I've watched this year. <laughs> Jesus. Our verbal endorsement, Mike Canellis. Versus Akira Tozawa. I've even seen this match. I don't even know. Oh man, you gotta watch. I, like honestly, I, I think I literally wrote down every. Part. I just narrated this match. There was <laughs> so much because it's kind of like okay, they had a good match oh, last time. Just kill me. I know. I'm only gonna get the good moves. And then, <laughs> and then I was just kind of like, fuck, fuck. And covering a Joe Mysterio match it just goes on forever. Like, yeah. Fuck. Okay, so <clears throat> this is a no DQ match. Bell rings, Akira fires out of his corner and just starts wailing on Mike. Um, throws him outside. They start fighting up the ramp. And then Akira gets... He, he starts doing this... And he's like waving his arms. He gets the crowd fired up though. Um, they start fighting back down the ring. He tries to go for the octopus submission outside of the ring even though it won't count. It's like he's just trying to hurt Mike. Yeah. Um, Mike ends up countering by kind of getting an arm out and then sidewalk slamming him on the metal grating part of the ramp. And then, um, then he goes to the ring. Mike pulls out four chairs and a table. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So, so he, crowd is losing it. They're very happy for these tables. He sets one up outside, grabs a key and just gives him like a basic body slam. <coughs> back on that metal grating again. Goes back, oh. pulls out a second table and sets it up. So... They, they get, he sets them up side by side. They get back in the ring. He still kind of works his eye over. He kicks him a pin. Gets control. Um, puts Mike back outside the ring by the ramp. And goes for the suicide dive. But Mike super kicks him in the face out of the air. Oh. Yeah. And I'm, already <laughs> I'm just kind of like. <gasps> yeah. I'm like. Oh. What? I, oh. <laughs> So back in the ring, he sets up two chairs facing each other, opens it up, and he goes to suplex Tozawa on it. They block. He kind of spins them. They counter. They go back and forth a bit. Finally, Akira just spins him around, snaps suplex. Mike goes through oh. two chairs. Yeah. Did There's... they explode out from underneath him? Or did... One did. One did not give. Oh. One did not give. It looked like it hurt. Um, they go back outside on the other side of the ring by the announce tables. Uh, where did I get here? Uh, Akira puts them over the announce tables. They barely even got out of the way at the time. I don't think they knew it was happening yet. <laughs> they were like, no, no, get out of the way. Like, <laughs> I, I think Nigel had to pull Aiden English like yeah. right out of the way. Jesus. Mike goes over the top. Akira goes under the ring, pulls out a garbage can. They start fighting again. He's got Mike staggered, sticks the garbage can over his head, slides back into the ring, bounces off the rope, and suicide dives himself 
into a garbage can that Mike is wearing. Oh, wow. They are just laid out. It's always scary you can't see it coming. What's that? It's always scary from Mike when you can't see it coming. Oh, yeah. Like, you're like, it's coming. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. Like, Fuck. Nice dent in it. Um, they get back in the ring. The trash can comes back with them. Um, he tries to suplex Mike through it. Mike kind of counters again, gets him in that fireman carry, and then does like that huge front slam in front of it. And a keyword goes through the garbage can. Like a mission over the driver kind of thing? Kind of, yeah. But it was from like a fireman carry, so really oh. like got the oh, height. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I've seen that move before. Um, Sick move. Yeah, they start fighting on the apron. Uh, Tozawa gets behind him and does a drag suplex. Mike is still just like ugh, staggered. We finally get at this point that this is awesome, Chan. Uh. <laughs> finally at this point. Um. Tozawa sets Mike up on the tables and goes up. He looks like he's about to send on him. Mike rolls off, tries to get away. Um, <clears throat> counters. Uh, they end up fighting back in the ring and they get back up on the turnbuckle. Akira goes for the uh, superplex. Mike counters that, but then Akira just jumps off and does a hurricanrana, sending them both down through both of those tables. Oh! Yeah. And Akira actually looked like he got it worse. After this uh, Hurricanrana. So they fight back into the ring. Mike looks like he's pretty much dead. Akira literally covers him with all four chairs. And hits the senton. Oh, <laughs> Just no. Just killing himself again for the win. Aww. I was hoping Mike was going to get some momentum for a Cruiserweight title match, to be I honest. know. I'm a little biased. This, I, this was an amazing match. And it's like, I wanted Mike to win. And at the same time... It could have gone either way. I'm happy. Yeah, it was I'm great, great. I'm very happy. Go I, watch this match, people. I think I'm going to do the same. Yes. 100%. I, I was like, man, this is amazing. So, the Brian Kendrick comes in. They are celebrating. Uh, Maria comes out to help Mike out. And that's how we close out. 205. Wow. Just, it was an unbelievable match. To see, on again, a program like that. And it had an actual finish. Yes, an actual finish. <laughs> There's no interference. No, no wild card. Ah, that's great. <laughs> so how are you oh, feeling? Man, I'm ready to just go to bed, man. I'm dying. Okay. So we wrap this up. So we got our toy challenge coming. We got, what, two weeks <clears throat> left on that? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I got to look for some toys. Uh, yep, I will do that. Money in the bank. I know. I haven't Money forgotten. in the bank. We're going to get it. It's gonna. We're going to set it up somewhere so we can look at it when we uh, broadcast. It's going to be awesome. Um, and then we now have... Our predictions for the Money in the Bank. Yes. So if Dana Brooke wins, V will. I will buy V a bucket of chicken from his fried chicken place of choice. Um, assuming Popeyes or probably whatever. it's the closest right now. Whatever you want. And if Ali wins the men's Money in the Bank match, he's gonna buy me a Pete Big Bite Burger, a Firehouse you. Burger, and I'll get you the fries too. Oh, sweet. <laughs> Excellent. Got to make it a combo. Come on, Ali. I'm going to be so invested now. I'm going to be like, God, <laughs> Orton Arkeos over the air. I'm like, I'm never a fan again. Ever again. Darcy is literally fighting for a sandwich. <laughs> so, oh, jeez. So if you guys want to reach us, I'll, I'll, I'll do the quick shout-outs. I'm going to give the shout-outs for everybody in the States listening, everybody overseas listening. It's great that we got slowly expanding our listening base. Um, I'm not on Twitter as much as I should be. 
And I mean, I guess social media is such a huge, huge presence. Did anyone see our, our uh, how I see Randy Orton, how V sees him? <laughs> that, that was pretty good. <laughs> him in the fire. And then, like, you got, you got Will Ferrell from the ladies, man, with the freaking oil. You sure you don't want the, the oil? I'm still going to enjoy this. But not as much. Not as much. <laughs> Classic. So if you guys want to reach us, um, Instagram, at kickpodcast. No. At kickstunner. Damn, eh? Whew. I fuck up like one every week. Twitter is at kickpodcast. There you go. And our Gmail is kickstunner at gmail.com. So if you guys want to reach us, shout out, ideas, whatever. Again, we got more stuff hopefully coming down the line. Um, actually, shout out to our number one listener, Brad Copping, for becoming a father for the second time. Yes. Congratulations, Brad. Yeah. Mazel so um, I guess we may have to push the ECW episode back a little bit. Oh, man. I've started my course up again. This could be forever. Really, eh? <laughs> yeah. Because we got we to gotta start pushing. I want to do some superstar um, focus. We'll call them focal oh, points. Oh, okay, yeah, like like a profile. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, um, yeah, and then, well, I mean, one thing at a time. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, hopefully we can get some more stuff in there and get some uh, extra episodes up for you guys. And then, yeah, I'm signing off first. So from the Kickstarter Studios, I'm Adam. And I'm Darcy. And just remember, Adam is not a role model or a champion. He's just masquerading as both. And when I eliminate him, I'll be what I was born to be, the Planet's Podcaster. That's pretty good. I was gonna say, <laughs> I was like, wait, and that's like, and V's gonna just delete this part out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was you like, should do that. Cut it off halfway, like <laughs> at the end here. Just like, it's, it's like, wait, am I masturbating? I have both? the power. So next week, it's like, I'm Adam, and I'm Brad Copping. <laughs> I'm just gone. Just it's, a it's a wild card. It's a wild card. We switched them in. It's fine. That's perfect. All right. See you guys later. Hey.